Hello, my name is Emily Jansen, and this is the Leadership is Female podcast. We interview women in the sports and entertainment businesses to teach you the tips and the mindset that will get you to the top faster. Marion Wright Edelman said, you can't be what you can't see. Let's bring visibility to women who are crushing it in their roles. Join us week after week, season after season, as we reach back to extend a hand to pull you forward. We will lead you forward because leadership is female. Hello and welcome to another episode of Leadership is Female. I'm your host, Emily Jansen, and today you've got another solo episode with me. I hope you've been enjoying the recent interviews. We've had such a diverse group of incredible leaders through season six and season seven, women in media, women in production, women who are helping women to achieve their goals in reap the financial rewards. It's all been here on the podcast. And the reason that it's here is that we want to serve you and help you to level up in your career. So we're trying to represent a diverse selection of women who are out there crushing it because you can't be what you can't see. So I want to show you that it is indeed possible. And we want to bring you the tips week after week so that you know you're not alone. And we're here to help you to level up. Um, I, as a quick aside, before we jump into the topic of perfection, I want to let you in on a little secret. Before this podcast was up and running, I did speak on a lot of stages. I love doing that. I loved representing the baseball industry. I love representing women and all that we can achieve and, and telling my story. And there came a point in time where I didn't want it to be all about me anymore. I wanted to shine a light, a bigger, brighter light on the other women who are out there achieving so much, who might not have had a platform or a microphone to share their story when in their story, there was so much that they could do to help others build their career. So that's how this podcast was started, but it wasn't started without a massive dose of intimidation. Like I was so nervous to start this podcast and put myself out there for everyone to see, hear, and critique week after week and, you know, worry about, did I have good interview skills? Was the quality good enough? Was my intro good? Did I have a good song? Did I ask good questions? Did I edit out enough ums? Did I sound intelligent? I mean, the list of worries went on and on and on and on and on that were all about me, but then also all about the guest. I was, and sometimes you know, still am depending on the situation. I can be intimidated by other women too. And I think that we all probably share this because women are incredible. We've done so much. And if we are not as far along in our careers as maybe somebody else's, it's a little bit intimidating to kind of knock on their door and ask them for some help or get to know them and really have a conversation. It brings me back to like those sweaty palm days where I think my hands were so sweaty. I practically put a hole in the paper of my resume, holding it at a networking event. It just, it's an uncomfortable thing to do. And 
I could look at a LinkedIn picture of a woman who was going to be a guest on the podcast or before I had the podcast, a woman that I needed to meet with for some piece of business. And I could come up with all sorts of stories about how incredible she was. Oh, she was earning massive amounts of money. She didn't have time for for me, or she might think this way about me or that way about me. And it, it could be paralyzing. You could not even start because you build up this whole story ahead of even taking action. And I was guilty of it, just like many of you probably are. And it's it's hard to break through. And I think breaking through that is abandoning perfection. It's abandoning a lot of the stories that we're telling ourselves and really just jumping in and doing it anyway, which as we know, is way easier than it sounds. So I've done a lot of work and a lot of thought about perfection and what that is. And I think that I kind of grew up with this idea of perfect, like this idea and this word of perfect and perfection. And maybe it's being a kid born in the eighties and growing up in the nineties that the word perfect, I feel like was a part of my every day at school or at practice or at home, like you were trying to achieve some ideal to be the perfect student, the perfect daughter, the perfect athlete, something that was ingrained so early. And with that perfection came a whole bunch of baggage. If I can't do it perfectly, should I do it at all? And what will other people think? And is it even worth trying? What if somebody laughs at me? I mean, there's just so many questions you could ask yourself that would give you excuses to not even get started. I really remember when I was young, there was this night we were driving home. We had this baby blue Oldsmobile and boy, does that make me sound so old, but we were driving home and there was this perfect sunset in my hometown of Lakeville, Illinois. It was like orange and yellow and red, all the colors that I had in my new Crayola neon crayon box were in the sky. And I think I was less than 10 for sure. And I get home and I run to my bedroom and I grab a piece of paper and I take out my crayons and I start coloring to try to match the sunset that I saw. I'm just holding it in my brain as long as I can to draw this sunset. And I work on the picture for all of 10 minutes and I look down and it basically looks like I used the five neon crayons to color in five different colored line blocks across the white paper. It looks nothing like the sunset. And this memory sticks in my mind so vividly because one, I didn't tell myself at less than 10 years old, like, you're not a good enough drawer to make a sunset that looks like this. My mind said, oh, you have those new neon crayons. Like, why don't you just try it out? And somewhere along the way, I think we let other people's thoughts of what we do get in the way of us even trying to draw the sunset in the first place. If I had been worried about what somebody else thought of my drawing, like I might not have even tried. And I think this applied, you know, later in my life where I was no longer rushing for the neon crayon box. I was way more worried about what other people think. It started earlier in my career making my first sales calls. I mean, how many times 
that I have to read the script and practice before I could get over the nerves in my stomach to just dial the phone and, and give myself permission to just try. There's no such thing as perfect on the first time. The first time I gave a speech, I mean, sick to my stomach, I would be surprised if I hadn't thrown up in the bathroom before I got the microphone on the podium, my heart hammering through my chest, worried I would stumble on my words or say, um, too much or skip a whole portion of the speech or just completely black out so many worries, including what would people say when I was done rather than taking the microphone and speaking from my heart, because I knew I had something to say. I think publishing this podcast, I sat on the carpet in my living room or I'm in my closet, carpet and my closet floor with my MacBook in front of me. I don't even think I had the lights on. I think only the light from my computer was shining on my face. And I had recorded the sort of the pre-roll for the podcast that said, this is what this is about. Here's what I'm going to talk about. Here's what I'm going to interview. And I played it over and over and over again. I recorded, I don't know, 35 different versions. And I looked at that screen and I had every emotion in the book before I could hit the publish button. And a lot of it had to do with what other people would think rather than what I was going to give to the world, how I would serve the world. And it was about this time that the podcast was published that I heard some really great information combined with some of my experience and books I'd read and things I picked up along the way. And so I want to share some of those with you. And the first one is three, two, one, go. Count yourself in. And I know I've said this a bunch, but and this message will hit you different ways at different times, but I literally use this tool all the time. I don't wake up brave and confident and ready to take on the world every day. I still use all my tools that are the tricks of the trade to get the job done. And the biggest one is three, two, one, go. If I have to have a bad conversation, if I have to even publish a piece of social media content, that's a photo of just me that feels like I'm the person who takes selfies and I can create this whole type of dialogue (laughs) around how that makes me feel. But really I'm posting the selfie to get attention on the podcast or the message or to help lead her forward. The selfie is just a mechanism for the algorithm for Instagram to get the word out, but I still three, two, one, go hit publish. The momentum of counting yourself in will get you started and ultimately keep you going. So the next time you've got to have that hard conversation with a colleague when you have to answer a question or stand up for your kid or talk back to someone who has said something negatively to you, any situation where it requires a little bit extra effort, count yourself in three, two, one, go and do the dang thing. Number two, make it messy. Just go for it. Just do it. Perfection cannot be on day one. You can't do it perfect from the jump. Remember that story I told about the crayons? Like I could have never drawn a picture in my life if I expected my first drawing to be a Picasso. We gave ourselves permission all the time when we were kids to make it messy. And for some reason, we're not giving ourselves that same permission when we're older. We 
hear from entrepreneurs constantly how much growth comes in mistakes, fail fast. But when we're in these corporate jobs, we feel too much pressure to not do it wrong, to hold on to the presentation for 24 more hours. We can do 24 more edits. We could stay up two more hours later. Just do it and hand it in and ask for critique, ask for feedback. Just do it, make it messy and at least start and just go. If we aim for perfection the first time, every time, we're never going to leave the start. Again, using this podcast as an example, I think episode one with Belisha, she is such a fierce leader and representative in the DEI space. And she's done such cool things in her career. She has so many wonderful things to say on the podcast. I was not a great interviewer. Episode one was me reading the questions, letting her answer and reading the next question. There was no dialogue. However, I would never take that episode down. One, it would diminish Felicia's voice, but two, also like, you know, progress can be seen. I think I'm better at podcasts today. At least I hope I am almost three years later than I was from the beginning. And I can see the progress. I know the progress. And if I had expected to be three years further along on day one, I might not have ever started and it wouldn't have grown into what it's meant to be. So give yourself permission to make it messy so that you can give yourself the chance to grow. And number three, remember when you were a kid and you just got to try. Go for that mindset, have fun, make mistakes and learn. We played sports when we were a kid. I'm coaching right now my two sons, both of their teams, U6 and U9. Both teams have brand new soccer players. And if these kids were so worried about how good they were at soccer or what their parents thought or what their teammates thought, they would never even try. Sometimes they can put together some great plays, but other times they whiff the ball, they trip over their feet, their shoes come untied. They make all the mistakes that you can make when you're starting out as a new athlete. Same thing can happen when you're 35 and starting a new endeavor, when you're 45 and starting a new endeavor, give yourself the same grace you did as a kid. When you tried the first sport, the first season in your new sport, or your first day of second grade, you didn't know it all then. And you don't know it all. Now we are meant to grow and learn and evolve. And what if you just tried? So think back to that mindset and and give yourself permission to apply it today. And better yet, give your team permission to apply that today. Make it a safe space to fail and make it an opportunity for everyone to learn from each other. Because if you're leading from that place, imagine how much farther you could go if your people are not afraid to mess up. They will try harder. They will do more. They will go further for you. They will run through a wall if you know you are they. You are there to catch them if they fall. So be a model for making it messy and see the progress that will ensue. And finally, number four, start to let go of what everyone else thinks. Most of the time, it's about them, not us, and what they will think of what we are trying. It's not really our standards or fear of failure. It's what they think. If we are really honest with ourselves, are we really scared about what our own self will react to if we mess up? 
like we, we can be so forgiving for our own, our own shortcomings. We can move on pretty quickly. We're pretty resilient. Half the time you're just jumping in and and you're going to do it. And maybe nobody even saw you do it. I think if you can try in the privacy of your own home or your own office and, and mess up, you're, you're much easier on yourself than you are if you have to fail publicly. And the fact is, is that today failing is often public and we have to let go of what other people think. You have to, and this is not easy, trust me, but little by little, we can crack away at that barrier of worrying about what other people think. And the way that I've been able to do this best is show them what I've learned, show them what I've learned. If I can mess up and I can do it publicly, and then I can use that as a model to help someone else, that has been the greatest mental hack with letting what other people think stand in my way. If it sucks, then I can go back and share, hey, I did this thing. I did it horribly. And here's what I've learned. So hopefully you won't make the same mistake. It has allowed me to view failure through a completely different lens. And I want to share that lens with you, that if you can look at your failure as an act of service to others, it can be such a game changer. So let go of what they think so you can try in the first place. And then when we inevitably fail, share it with others so they can learn from your mistakes. And it is going to allow you to try over and over and over again, and abandon the perfection, abandon the thought of having to do it perfectly the first time. So with that, let's get into the top four takeaways. Number one, three, two, one, go. Number two, make it messy. Just do it. Perfection can't be on day one. Number three, remember when you were a kid and you gave yourself permission to just try. And number four, let go of what other people think. It's not important. We can't spend our whole lives living for someone else. You have to live for yourself and what it is that you want to accomplish. You're not going to be 90 years old and still worried about what Mary thought about you at 37 trying something new. You're going to be 90 years old. So proud of yourself for going for it. So abandon that perfection, go after your dreams. And we'll be right here to cheer for you on the Leadership is Female podcast. So if you like this episode, if this was helpful to you, give us a five-star rating, share it with your friends and sharing it with your friends will let you know, let them know that you are there to support them and all that they are trying to do. And it's just such a better world when we're reaching a hand back to uh, lead her forward. So It's my pleasure to join you every week. I'm Emily Jansen. Follow us at Leadership is Female. Connect with us on social media. Connect with me at Emily Jansen. We're happy to be here for you and look forward to bringing you more great interviews and episodes all year round. Let's go. If you are listening to this podcast, I know you are a busy professional. We can agree we're always looking for products that are convenient and make life easier. Mobot water bottles are one of these products. It's a water bottle and a foam roller in one. I use the water bottle at the gym, staying hydrated in boot camp and then flipping the bottle on its side at the end of class to quickly foam roll my legs. 
It helps with recovery and gets me back to work faster. Get yours at mobot.com and use the code leadershipisfemale, all one word, to get 15% off. Support Lonnie Cooper, the female founder of this product, and support yourself. This is a must-have wellness water bottle. At Leadership is Female, we are serious about supporting you in your career. That includes the tips to get you ahead inside your current organization or provide you with the next big opportunity in a new role. That's why we have partnered with Legacy Search, an executive recruiting firm specializing in mid to senior level executive searches across professional, collegiate, and minor league sports. Check out the openings listed at LegacySportsSearch.com or in our monthly Leadership is Female newsletter. Hint, if you have not signed up for the newsletter, head to leadershipisfemale.com. If you find a job listed at Legacy Sports Search that looks like it should be yours, email us at leadershipisfemale at gmail.com and we will introduce you directly to the opportunity. This is your career. Make the most of it. I don't know about you, but I love learning more about myself. If there's a quiz out there to help me better understand who I am, I'll take it. If there's a journal prompt, I'm using it. But how about a business that helps female leaders communicate effectively while inspiring confidence and trust in those you want to impact? Sign me up. Breakthrough Brands is unlocking clarity for women leading progress. They build leadership brands for women to discover what inspires them, define what drives them, and unlock how to share their brands with others. Do you want to gain clarity on your personal brand? Shoot me a note at leadershipisfemale at gmail.com or on Instagram, and we will introduce you to the women who will help you unlock your leadership brand. That's BreakthroughBrands.com. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Time is your most precious resource, and it means the world that you spent it with us. Please help us reach more people who need to hear these interviews by hitting the subscribe button and the five-star rating on your iPhone. Do you know someone who could benefit from this interview? Please share it. Take a screenshot and post your Instagram stories, copy the link and share on LinkedIn, or text that link to your colleague. The Leadership is Female podcast exists to showcase female leadership in sports and entertainment and give you the tips to level up. We will extend a hand back to lead you forward. Extend the same hand by sharing this with someone who needs to hear it. One last thing. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Leadership is Female. Now, take this lesson and run. Let's go.